0: This episode recorded in front of a live studio audience. This episode presented by Carolina Sports Studio.
1: Welcome back to yet another iteration of Behind the Beard WNC. I know you all missed me. I know every one of you missed me. I did get to listen to the podcast, and I appreciated all the great banter.
0: I'm glad Pat's back from the Bahamas.
1: Yeah, it was not the Bahamas. How was vacation?
0: It was not vacation. I thought he was in the Keys. No. Yeah, he was somewhere, warm with a beach.
1: I was at a business meeting in Carlsbad, California. Oh,
2: round You were in Carlsbad. Mm-hmm, <laughs> <yeah>. So... <laughs>
1: Anyway, this is a podcast where four friends get together every about every week or so, and we talk about whatever blows our hair back. A lot of times, that's uh, high school sports. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Lewis doesn't have any hair. How's he going to blow his hair back? (laughs) That's true. We blew it all off his head, I guess. So We've we've already achieved that. Anyway, it could be anything, but a lot of times, it's high school sports, and certainly this time of year, it's high school football. And I missed last week's podcast. I'm glad that Derek sat in. I listened to him. He actually sounded like he knew what he was talking about, unlike you, right?
3: Just, right? just a little bit, right? He, he did.
0: It
1: was nice having Derek on here. He uh, he he has a lot of
0: football knowledge. He was spitting out coaches' names and where they've been and what they were doing. And uh, it was it was I like having Derek on here. It yeah. was it was awesome.
1: And he represented AC Reynolds pretty well, I thought. Yeah. In he, my opinion, he sat in your chair and picked AC Reynolds. I'm yes. sure you loved him. I did. He made my day.
3: His picks weren't bad either. I mean, he did. No,
1: he did better than half of
0: us. He,
3: he oh. did do better than half of us.
1: Well, gentlemen, it was a good trip. It's good to be back. We had a bit of uh, bad news. I'm sure, I don't know if everybody's aware, but Brendan, my son, managed to dislocate his elbow while I was in Car- Carlsbad, California. What's that look like when you dislocate your elbow?
3: <laughs> How no? did it happen? I, I, was, I was curious about that. I mean, just going Yeah. So a drill in- and stuff.
1: They were in a drill, and Brendan went back for pass set and tripped over the left guard's foot, and went back to catch himself. And at the same time, he extended his arm and locked it. Somebody kicked the elbow while it was fully extended. Hey, yeah. And Ooh. it popped right out. And apparently, it looked like something out of the movie Beetlejuice, and um, was horrific. Do we need to go after the left guard or the guy who kicked it? Who do you want us to go after? Yeah, let's go after everybody, I guess. <laughs> okay. all right. but, uh, all right. Anyway, it looked really bad. The JV squad and the varsity squad apparently all took a knee, and it was like you could hear a pin drop is what Brendan said, and then they uh, could not get it back into place on the sideline. I can't imagine how that had to have hurt them, wrenching that thing. But then he had to go off to the ER, and they had to knock him out uh, to reset the – the joint, so he's out for – he missed the conference championship game, and I, I would wager he'll be out this week, but I have not heard the report yet. Um, and then hopefully back for the playoffs. So when they knocked him out, did
2: Mary just choke him out or did somebody punch him in the face? <laughs> somebody just wailed on him a little <laughs> while. Mary probably <laughs> just gave him that look that he, yeah. she gives me and you all the time. <laughs> yes. That's true. And then he was like, oh, uh, I'll go to <laughs> sleep.
3: <Yeah. laughs> you know, in fo- and injuries, you know, football happens and, and it's a physical – You know, sport, but it just, it sucks. It sucks for anybody. It sucks um, that Brandon had to go through that on the conference championship. I mean, he's been looking forward to that game, so I feel for him. Football's a physical sport? Well, unless you play in a scrimmage with Owen. that (laughs) (laughs) does a two-hand touch. Wow. I'm I'm not a (laughs) professional speaker, but I am (laughs) a football guru now.
1: There's some (laughs) other bad stuff that was associated with this story as well. So, you know, I'm in California. The coach is calling me. I, what can I do? So I'm obviously relaying everything I can back to Mary.
0: Pat is a doctor.
1: Mary, yeah, I'm not. And Mary's handling things and we're getting all all the stuff squared away. Anyway, I guess Mary posted a, a picture on Snapchat later that night of Brendan in the hospital with the sling on and all the tubes in. And all of a sudden we get a message from Charlie Pohl, my daughter, on the family thread going, um, I'm a member of this family too. <laughs> Does somebody want to let me know why my brother is in the hospital? No one, no one, no one all let Charlie guys. know. No one let. Charlie Come on, Pat. Know. So,
2: yeah, yeah. You dropped the ball, Pat. I definitely
1: did. So uh, he's going to blame. It. He's going to blame his trip to California. Yes, I am. But I still should have reached out to Charlie. So I feel bad about that. I, I don't know about y'all's weekend,
0: but um, I can tell you that uh, dinner's done. And so I was spotting a race on Saturday. We were 500 feet from winning our first car a race, and uh, we got wrecked. Ooh, yeah. The the kid's dad I was spotting for, he ended up on the hood of the guy's car, kicking his windshield. <laughs> Absolutely electric, <laughs> which, I mean, which it just... ended it, which ended in fisticuffs in the pits.
1: Yeah. Wow. Were you a part of the fisticuffs?
0: So no, I had to spot the next race, so I didn't go down. But I was letting the. How far were you
3: from this um, altercation? Like, are you like a football field away? Or are you yeah. 10 feet away? So.
0: Yeah, I'm probably a football field and okay. a half away in the spotter stand.
3: You're across the track. Yeah, a lot of, okay. a lot of
0: steps involved, so I'm like, okay. I'm not going down there. I was letting the spotter have it uh, verbally, <laughs> not physically. And, uh, so you're giving him the business up in the spotter stand. So it's a, It was actually a guy I used to work with on another team, and he's, super, he's like the most super chill guy, and I'm yelling at let it, I leeled at him for a minute. <laughs> he reached over, grabs me on the shoulder, and says, Mike, I wasn't driving the car. I said, I know, but I'm still mad. And he says, you should be mad, Mike. But do you think I told him to wreck him? I said, no, Travis, I don't. He said, okay, I was just making sure. And I, what it, he he defused the whole situation. Sure. I was like, wow. this, So this guy, his name is Travis Braden. He's won the Snowball Derby. He's a big-time racer. He now works for Hendrick Motorsports, spotting for this kid and – uh he, he totally—he's the most chill guy I've ever worked with as a crew chief. He was a crew chief on another deal I did. And he's so super chill. We're total opposites, you know. I get fired up; I'm ready to go.
3: He's like, "Okay, man, let's all calm down here." <laughs> it's so, you know the video. The video is interesting because um, you don't have to know anything about racing to see that he clear as day wrecked him on purpose. Yeah,
0: he cleaned us out off a of four. He hit us off a of two. Fine. You want to rub us up? You want to hit us hard? That's fine. It's racing, man. It's the last lap. It's for the win. Car store's a big deal. He just cleaned us out, man. He destroyed it. Front and rear clip were done for the year. Probably missed the last race. We were third in points, but... Ow. It is what it is. Lewis, what'd you do this weekend?
2: Uh, Nothing but umpiring down in
0: Charlotte. You're a glutton for punishment
2: on that deal. Uh, Yeah. I I am glad that that was my last tournament for the year. Uh... I'm ready to spend some weekends with the family. Did you have
1: any more helicopters fly by while you were umpiring?
2: Uh, no, well, there was quite a few planes, but no helicopters. You did not come and see me this Helicopter, weekend. helicopter, helicopter. <laughs>
3: Carson, what'd you do? Um, I, I watched football, and uh, we'll go ahead and just get straight to it. North Carolina football has broken my heart. So, um, we'll This is a yearly thing, Carson.
0: They every... always get to the top ten and blow it. I have a friend who's a Carolina grad. He... He's a why could
3: why could they have not blown it before they like beat <laughs> miami like they one on. i just Come it on. was um very it was a weird day of college football so um you had usc lose again to utah you had tennessee get you know, absolutely ran off the field the second half, and watching that with Todd was. Um, I got a, I got a text from
0: my good friend Chad Presley at halftime. It's a bottle of alcohol, and it says 20 to 7, and he's all pumped up. <laughs> wow. And yeah. so I'm busy with Loss racing. Is stuff. On him. Well, my, my, my phone's going off, going off, going off with him and him in the general. And so then I pull up ESPN at the end of the night, and I'm like, oh, ooh. Tennessee didn't score in the second all half. Right. So I'm sure Derek super happy Alabama fan. Chad and Chris not too happy.
3: Yeah, Derek I think posted on Facebook and uh, I almost tagged Todd and I just I was like you know what I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go down that road.
0: So let's talk a minute about our picks last
1: week. Uh, Wait 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 before we get into the picks. Okay, go ahead. I've noticed the past several podcasts we mentioned that we're recorded in front of a live studio audience. Yeah. Is, is that Angela?
0: Yeah, so my wife's here. She's in the other room sitting on the couch.
1: You, she's probably not even half listening to us yeah. right now.
0: <laughs> but it's still <laughs> a live studio audience. Okay. This is our studio and
1: she's here, so it's a live studio audience. <laughs> okay. All right, good. Now go ahead. You go. Oh, <laughs> Glad man. we
0: clarified that. So on the picks, Carson killed us last week, eight and two. Uh Pat, pretty good. It's seven and three. Uh, Derek came in at six and four. So as a guest picker, he was third. Very respectable. Could not beat the beard, though. Just saying. No. Um, Lewis four and six, and Mike. I went from first to last in a hurry.
3: Did you? Did you not kind of say this is what happens? You get you get you get to first, and then you it's automatic. (laughs) So
0: so so now Carson's in first place. So I expect him to have an offer or like a uh, you know a two or three win week. Here's the thing. I could I could have picked all the winners last week, but those spreads, man, they make it tough. And for the rest of the year, here's what's gonna happen, just so you guys know. These three are gonna pick with the spreads, and I'm just gonna pick straight up so I can get caught back up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't 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 think we're gonna agree to that at this oh, point. Man. All right. But no, you're right. I heard uh there was a late um cover um or not cover in the Inca North game and it was mm. just uh so it's just that game finished at 32 points and the spread that simmons uh had given was 33 and a half simmons simmons so
0: <laughs> it's like Wes; they scored 41 the spread was 44 i mean you couldn't kick me in you couldn't score
3: me another touchdown there i mean they could have done yeah they could have done a field goal and push but you know it's it's like we've said from the beginning uh good teams win and great teams cover what about your boys from Nashville? haven't they covered like Three they're, weeks in a row. I think three or four weeks in a row. So they, um, so Asheville's on a heater right now, and so I think that, uh, that tells me that they're they're a great team. Mm.
0: So let's just talk a minute about Western North Carolina football. I, I have an interesting stat that I shared with the guys today. I'm going to call this the state of Western North Carolina football. And there's some really good teams in Western North Carolina, Pat. Yes, there are. I'm sure you're going to say AC Reynolds. Yes, of course. TC I thought was an excellent team. Yes. I'm not so sure now. Um, They're still a very good team. So we cover 17 teams. We cover the Macs, the mountains, the Matt. I'm sorry. We cover the Mac Conference, the Mountain Seven, two private schools, the National School and Christ School, and we cover Owen. Out of those 17 teams, six of those teams, Carson, have winning records six. Oof. 1A in Western North Carolina, which is... West of us, we don't really cover those guys. They're fantastic. They're going to probably compete for a state championship. But 2A, 3A, and 4A, those guys are struggling. There's not a lot of parity in these conferences. Every week we have 40 plus point spreads for football games. Mm-hmm. And for me in high school and conference high school play, to have a 40 point spread, I think that's crazy. Consistently. Consistent. It's, yes. it's not like once, a, once in a while. It's every week we have teams that are 40-plus point, you know. Yep. A, and generally they cover or come real close, I mean, on the 40 points. Yep. So, I'm ho- I am I really want to see West North Carolina football thrive and do better. I'm glad to see West Henderson is, you know, they're, they're they're doing fantastic right now. Yes. Reynolds, of course, is always good. There's no doubt about that. So, I hope some other teams, if Asheville gets it turned around, um, Tuscola is having a pretty good year if they can get it turned around good. Just to see more teams over 500 and and competing in these playoffs would be great. So I just wanted to talk
2: about that just a minute. You guys got any thoughts? I I think me and you talk about this every year. I mean, we want to see the most mountain teams win out in the playoffs, right? Sure. Absolutely. It, It seems like, you know, second, third round, we're pretty much done with football around here. I mean, you're totally
0: right. Asheville School is probably going to win the Division II state championship because they have the best athletes. Uh, but other than that, you're not going to have a state championship out of West North Carolina. I know Pat's going to say Reynolds is going to win. AC Reynolds, yes. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. And that's fine. Well, I mean, Robbinsville probably going to Robbinsville probably going to – yeah. they're Robbinsville and, and who are they playing this week for the – the Swain and
1: – Andrews is decent this year I mean, there's there, a lot but, of good
0: yeah. 1A Murphy, teams. Is Murphy, Murphy. 1A? 1A teams are fantastic. Murphy, Robbinsville, they win a ton of state
2: championships. But the rest of Western Carolina? But the powerhouse 3A and 4A. uh, Or Cleveland County and Charlotte. Right, but like around here, we're going to beat up everybody in the mountains. But then when when they go second, third round, it's flat. And Coach Laws, he tries
0: to get these guys prepared. He plays a really tough schedule. Asheville started doing that to, to get ready for these
2: playoffs, but... But but when you go through six weeks of mediocre football and you're just going yeah. through the motions whipping yeah. up on people, it's tough. Those guys down there in Charlotte and Raleigh area, they face a tough team every week. Every week, you're right.
0: Yeah. And think about the MAC conference. The top the top two are the top two: Reynolds and TC. And they they can win by forty points almost every week. TC beat Asheville by how many, Carson? Do you um, remember? If you don't remember, that's okay.
3: I don't remember. Robertson covered. It, it was a lot, wasn't it? It was. It was a lot. Yeah. No, uh, Asheville covered. Sorry.
0: It was the third place team. They beat them by quite a few points. Yes. But you get to the fourth place team, it's it's a running clock. Running clock. Fourth, fifth, sixth, to seven. It's a running clock. Yep. So, four of the seven teams in the MAC, you're going to run the clock if you're the top two, even the top three. Yep. L- look at Asheville. They put up 60 something points on McDowell this week. We'll get to this game in a minute. I mean, it's crazy.
2: It's crazy. The, there's no parity in the conference. So how do you fix it? How, how is it fixed? I mean, how does a team like Reynolds, who needs a tough opponent every week to compete for a state championship, how, how do they prepare for these, you know, w- with the realignment? Maybe do they try Maybe to, with an open schedule where we, you don't have to – No conference. You go back
3: to where, you know, we looked in the early 2000s because I was trying to see when the last time North Buncombe beat them was. And it was, you know, they're – there was a time when they weren't in different conferences, they didn't play each other. So if Reynolds was able to, if Loss was able to pick his schedule, then I could certainly say that he would not play the Incas and the North. No, he wouldn't, you know, it'd be fantastic if he, they could play the West. You know, we played West for years and, and, what did Derek say last time? It was kind of interesting that he said the last time they played, Reynolds broke a passing record yes. against West Henderson. Which I think when Reynolds football breaks a record, I mean that's Reynolds
0: usually drums West Henderson. They they were in usually for they a while. Do. They do. They're another one of those teams
3: that are just in the next year. Now the
0: last couple of years they've been. Wouldn't a little that bit be fun
3: though to see that matchup? And you know we might talk about it a little bit later. We could see that we could see a Reynolds West matchup this year. But in the
2: playoffs, well, and also, also if we had open schedule, I mean it would help those teams with gates. Absolutely, because you know, no. Even when we went to Reynolds, we avoided the Inca game, right? Yeah. Inca North Buncombe. Well, I'll tell you this: you if there's open
3: scheduling. Laws will have to schedule private or all the games off the mountain because you know Inca baseball is having a tough time fielding a full schedule for this spring, and we are not a powerhouse. So imagine the teams like if Laws calls North Buncombe, you think they're going to play them if they don't have to? They would. If they don't, why have, would they? Why would they?
0: Why would North Buncombe and Inc. and those guys play Tell me Reynolds? what teams in to.
3: Western North Carolina would want to play Reynolds.
0: I mean, there's not – in all honesty, there's not many that would want to. There's not many that would want to. Because it's just – but here's the thing, if you're if you're Reynolds, TC, those guys, you still got to get wins. So you, if there's no conferences, you still got to get wins for sitting in playoffs.
3: Oh, absolutely. So you don't want to make
0: it too hard. Yeah.
1: What, what about consolidating high schools?
0: I mean, I think that's absolutely We talked about
3: that on the last podcast about a state championship, and I think that you could consolidate. What high schools would you consolidate in the MAC or in Buncombe County to beat Reynolds? If
2: we had one high school in Buncombe County, I think we're competing for a state championship. If you combined Asheville, Inca, Reynolds, North Buncombe. But that's a giant school. That is a huge school. That would be a huge school, right? But we are competing. And I still don't.
3: I still... I'll disagree with you, and I, they're still not competing. No, definitely.
2: It's, they'll it's they'll go
3: deep in the rounds and whatnot, but I would not
2: say that they're like a heavy favorite to win state championship. I, th- I think we would be, but the downfall of that, think about how many kids are not playing football sure. at that point. Sure, sure. Yeah. What, what if you split Buckham
0: County into two? Yeah, east-west. I don't even know who's east and west. Are you good enough with the map
3: to know, Pat? No. Not no, I'm not either. I'm assuming. Well, it's so, something to, or it's, it's fun to sit around and talk about, though. Sure. It, I mean, yeah. It'll not, never happen. None of that's going to happen. And none of it will mm-hmm. ever happen, but it's fun to just sit here. Hypotheticals, big hypotheticals. Can I
0: share one other thing with you? Yeah. Leaf losers. I can't stand them. They slow up the parkway, they slow up the interstate. Last Friday was like trying to drive in Atlanta. It was awful. You couldn't get anywhere.
2: Well, if you're over at Owen, uh, we had the Leaf Festival last weekend. Oh, my God. Were we, you there? I definitely not. I said I was in Charlotte, but if you're trying to navigate that traffic, and all those people do is go up to the uh, the the campground up there and, and get high all weekend, right? Pat did the same thing. I mean, <laughs> I did no such thing. But but they they shut down the town of Black Mountain for this leaf festival. I'm fine with festivals,
0: but just the. The Leaf losers, they want to drive slow and look at dead leaves. They're dead leaves, guys.
3: They're dead. They're dead. They're pretty.
2: It's pretty. They're dead. It is
3: really. They're dead leaves. It's beautiful. It huh? is gorgeous I mean, right now. I'll say, it when, when oh. we
2: were driving up to Avery last week, the view was fantastic.
3: I was yeah. in Newland this morning, yeah. and it's just, it's like, it's wow. So
0: so let's recap week 10. We had 10 games on tap. Let's start with Asheville at North Buncombe. Uh, Ashville able to win this one fifty nine to twelve. We gave North Buncombe thirty one and a half.
3: That would enough points, guys. I just want no. to no, wasn't. I,
2: I want to thank Asheville for having all of our backs.
3: Not Carson. Besides the one that I turned on them, I mean Asheville has <laughs> absolutely. Some would say they know what the spread is before the game. <laughs> um, but How many weeks in a row have they covered? <laughs> many, many. But uh, from from what I gathered about North Buncombe, there was just not. Um, nearly enough athletes on the field. They said that they, they, you know, they would swing out a pass, and the defense knew it was coming. They were moving in the right direction. Wasn't like they were fooled. They just could not get them down. And it was just one of those things where they just were outmanned from the first play, and you kind of knew, uh, you kind of knew it was going to be a long night.
0: So Slidell was eight of twelve for 140 yards and a touchdown. Plumber rushed for 98 yards, and Kareem Williams led the way on defense with 10 tackles. No stats for North Buncombe. But yeah, Carson, Pat,
3: everybody, Derek, Lewis, everybody, Mike. We all got this clean sweep. I think this broke the curse. It broke the curse. Broke the curse. Shout out to my guys at Asheville. So second up, we had Irwin at
0: McDowell. I really thought this one would be a little closer, wasn't it?
3: At one point,
0: at one point, McDowell (laughs) was leading this game, and I was like, "Holy mackerel!" But Irwin ends up winning sixty-four to thirty-eight. Wow. That's we gave a, McD- That's a
2: lot of points, guys. Yeah, sure.
0: We gave McDowell 13. Clearly not enough. Uh, Carson, Pat, and Lewis got this one right. Danny Brown led the way with 100 yards passing and three TDs and 107 yards rushing. Hunter Pittman had 140 yards rushing. Uh, not enough. Oh, goodness gracious. 64 points. Wow.
3: That's a lot of touchdowns. It is. And McDowell had, McDowell had 38. I mean, we're looking at over 100 points for this <laughs> matchup. So, yeah. Um, and it was this game played on Friday as well, right?
0: This one was played on Friday. I talked about going to this game on. I texted Derek and said I may go to this. This was Thursday. This Irwin North Buncombe game, or I'm sorry, Irwin McDowell game on Thursday, and I am like, yeah, maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll go now. Starting the schedule, they play Friday. They didn't move their game, so I'm glad I didn't drive the, down there. They
3: didn't. They didn't think the weather was going to be an issue, mm-hmm. and obviously it, it wasn't. Not. It sprinkled. <laughs> it was. It not.
0: freaking sprinkled, guys. <laughs> anyway, so next up, North Henderson at Inca. Uh. How many did we give Inca in this one? 33 and a half. 33 and a half. It was 42 to 10.
1: Just missed it. Just Just, missed it. Just a bit outside. Tried the corner and missed.
0: Carson and Derek got this one correct. No stats on this game, uh, but I can tell you uh, North Henderson won. They did, indeed.
1: With all their seniors.
0: Yep. Next up, East Henderson. 0-9 at Pisgah, 7-2 we gave... Pisga gave East Henderson 53 and a half, not able to cover here. Pisga 41, East Henderson 6.
3: Lewis, Pat, and Carson got this one right. It's just interesting how. how I think you know, East has covered a couple weeks in a row. East has covered a couple weeks. Now, their that's, spreads are massive. The, the spreads have been but, so big. But Mike made a point of this. You know, Pisga beat Inca 56 to 3. And so um, that's. You, know, you think the, East is big, better than than Inca? You think East is better than Inca? No, I think Inca's better than East. Okay. Don't you? What do you think?
0: I don't think anybody's worse than East.
3: Yeah, so I think East is the bottom of the barrel. Do you agree, Lewis? 100%. They're okay. the last strength. So, so that was my thinking was if Pisgah can beat Inca 56 to 3, then it's like 53 points is not that crazy of a spread if you look at East, who's probably arguably the worst team in West North Carolina.
0: I don't think it's arguably. Pat, what do you think? I'm with you. I don't think it's
3: hard. If they played Owen 10 times, how many? What's the matchup? <laughs> what was the score on that game? Do you remember? Uh, Owen dominated. Yeah,
2: it was like 36 to 6 or something like that. They had Jeez. that player
3: that had like a couple interceptions, four touchdowns. I mean, what's his name? Quarterback guy. Yeah.
2: No, it was Will Johnson. Will, Will Johnson. Johnson. That's yeah. right.
3: I could see him warming up at the Inca game, first game of the year. And I said, Lewis, that guy looks like a dude. Right, he, he is. like, Yeah, he's a dude. Yeah. So we had Tuscola at... Smoky Mountain, Tuscola
0: five and four. Smoky Mountain now three and six. Tuscola gets the win 34-21. We gave Smoky Mountain 14. They just missed it. Just, we almost had a push. We didn't have the half a point.
2: Hey, but the good news, I mean, it looks like Jed West is starting to heat up. Tuscola right now is
0: on. Right. They're the hottest team in Western North Carolina other than Reynolds. Right.
3: Yeah, I would agree. Carson Derrick got this one right. Uh, Smoky Mountain, you know, we've given them some credit this year. They, they've... Um, I think Pat called them sticky. No, no, that wasn't I had that was me. That was Mike. Term that was Mike, it. but then Pat brought it back up and said yeah. that, said that. Um, but yes, they're I, a tough out. They're, they're hard. To they're be. tough. Tough out. Good defense. I think they played West, the closest game that West has had in that conference. Right. That is correct. Okay. Maybe that West has had all season. So next up we had
0: Franklin, who's now two and seven at West Henderson, nine and zero. Oh, no surprise here. 41-0 West Henderson, unfortunately. Give me a field goal, guys. Come on. I know. West Henderson giving 44.
3: If you would have told me that Franklin does not score, I would have changed my pick. I mean, I cannot believe that they did not score and covered. So that, I, I just Carson got this one I right. cannot say that they're a great team, but they did enough to cover. So thank you, Franklin. So Cade Young for West Henderson was 7 of
0: 8 for 101 yards of two TDs. And Dimsdale led the way on the ground, 18 carries for 170 yards. So, next up, we had uh, Owen at Avery. Avery was given Owen 10.5. Not enough. Avery 39, Owen 21. Patton Carson got this
2: one right. No stats on this game. Lewis, you were there. What'd you see? Uh, I mean, Avery came out to play. Uh, they, they dominated the first half. I, I mean, the second half, uh, Owen started making some comebacks. Uh-huh. And then right there at the end, Avery pulled away. I mean, at one point, this this was a seven point game. So, I, I know Co-
0: Coach Gibson really thought he was going to have a good season. It's got to be frustrating for him over there.
2: Hundred uh, percent. He has to be frustrated with everything we you know this happened this year.
3: Yeah, I just think that from you know at this at this game when you're when you're looking to compete and go into Avery, you know it just comes down to he's not had he's not had the season he's wanted.
2: I mean okay. th- this was a very winnable game.
3: Very winnable game. And at what point at what point are you sitting on the sideline and do you think I mean do your players feed off that energy? I mean I just I just know that like as a spectator and you sit there and you see a you see a coach sitting there on the sideline I just don't I just don't know if that's the that's not how I would lead but like I said I I don't know what he might have been watching film I don't know um but it's just a question for me. Is like, how is he looking to next year? I mean, I know it's got to be tough with the year they've had. All it's not lost for Owen. All they got to do is meet Madison next week, and they're in the playoffs.
2: They're in the playoffs. Yeah, but that, that's, a, that's a trip where you know you're getting hammered.
3: I'm going to get absolutely hammered. I love that. I love it when you play that. That's my favorite <laughs> that's sound my favorite. clip. <laughs> yep. That's my
2: favorite. No matter who wins next week, they're, they're going to go down and get hammered by somebody. Man, so so next up, private school football.
0: We had South Lake Christian. We talked about their zero and eight. Now they played Ashville School, who's five and three. Ashville School was given South Lake 54 and a half. Ashville School's cover sixty-three nothing. Pat, Mike, and Derek got this one right. South Lake Christian guys, they only had four first downs for the entire game. Tolbert was eleven wow. of twelve for one hundred. He was eleven of twelve for one hundred thirty-five yards and four touchdowns. One hundred and thirty-five yards of four touchdowns. That's not even that many yards, but four touchdowns. Wow, Jenkins, the running back, five carries, five for one hundred and seven yards and a touchdown. So, does that mean
3: that they did not travel the length of the field at all?
0: I don't know, man. I don't think so. I mean, o- only four first downs.
3: I mean, it couldn't have been. And pretty. their punts. I'm just. I can't imagine their punter having a boot. Do you guys? No. No, I just cannot. I cannot imagine. So um, it's, you know, we look at these big spreads and it's kind of funny and laughable to think like, would y'all have picked Asheville school if it was 63? <laughs> no, I don't I think don't, I would. I don't. I mean, that's so many points because for the listeners, like the running clock occurs in the second half, right?
1: Yes. But does it happen for private schools the way it does with public? Absolutely. Yes. So when they get to four, what is it? Forty point, 42 forty two points, Forty two points. Then it's on. So no they, matter
3: if it's the first half or the second half.
1: Right. It just goes, both coaches have to agree agreed, to it. yep. So that means if they did agree to it. <laughs> I'm mean, sure they agreed. Got another it.
3: 21 points. After the running clock. After the running clock started. And Pat's been involved with some running clock games, and you've mentioned that how difficult that is because you yeah. just don't have, there's just not enough time. It's to, just constant tick, 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 tick. There were
1: two offensive series in the second half or one of the Reynolds games where that happened. I How mean, that's it. How,
0: how, many, how many running clocks have you had this year? Do you know? I couldn't tell you. I think it's all all your conference games except Asheville and TC. Is that's probably correct? You'd agree with that?
1: I don't remember. Was Irwin? I don't know if Irwin. You was.
3: haven't played him yet. Yeah. We, no, you did. They, they did. did. They, beat, they beat, Irwin beat them. They beat Irwin. Yep. Y'all got McDowell. McDowell. Last? Was yep. Next week. You're right. Ugh. I'm I'm not a professional speaker, Jeez, but I am a football on. guru. Now. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he, he oh Obviously, follows. Man, Who's, he follows. Who's in first place of the uh, first place up. of the picks, Todd? So Todd is yeah.
2: God,
3: next up cannot win. Next
0: up, we had Cannon at Christ School. Um, Cannon uh, now 5-4, and four. Christ School 2-6. Christ School gets the win 34-21. Corda Simmons, Christ School is given 20.5. Didn't happen, doesn't matter, they won the game. So Lewis gets this win here. Of course. Christ School led by Caden Brown. He had 24 carries for 240 yards and four touchdowns. And Caden Jones led the way with nine tackles. That's a day. I tell you what, this, this Christ School impose their will on the ground. And this was two different differenting styles. Uh, Christ School wanted to run the ball, and Cannon wanted to throw it on every down. And uh, we were down three DBs, so we gave up some points. But Caden Brown on the ground, man, he was fantastic. What a game. And that offensive line, I mean, they, they, they pretty much controlled the line of scrimmage all night. So it was a good game. Glad to see Christ School win.
3: And Khalil was out, right?
0: Khalil Khalil Conley you know, was
3: out. What happened with that?
0: Uh, Hurt in- injury. he hopefully he'll be back next week, if not, or this week, if not, it would be the playoffs. Yeah. And then uh, Will Newman out, receiver DB, and uh, Ashton Parker out. He has a foot injury, DB. So
3: we we're missing those three guys. Did you say how many pass attempts were made <laughs> for Christ school? Yes, this is this is a stat everybody's got to hear. Holsklaw <laughs> was one of six for twenty two yards. So, I, that, not a knock at him I'm just saying that they just dominated the game from, and it was like you knew here it is what, what did Pat say pack your lunch um, bring it pack your lunch pack uh, a lunch pack a lunch because they're running it right down your throats the whole game so that's awesome and that's Good what they stuff. did they ran it right at them
0: uh, really no need to throw here a little rain a little mist it was it was perfect for running the football weather yes so last but not least woohoo A.C. Reynolds at T.C. This was a pick'em game, no spread here. Reynolds wins at Robertson, 28-7. to Pat Carson and Derek got this one right. Uh, Hayden Craig was 9 of 12 for 146 yards, two TDs. Ty Patterson, uh, 12 rushes for 65 yards and two TDs. Ty Johnson, four receptions for 73 yards and a touchdown. And Aiden Hines led the way on defense with seven tackles. Pat, you were at this game. Well, what'd you say?
1: Well, I'd say it's settled now. I think that we can all come to agreement that AC <laughs> Reynolds is by far the best team. Like I've been saying the whole way, right?
2: I, I just want to clear the air here and say that Reynolds has proven to be the best team in Buncombe County. Whoa. Wow. Wow. That's
1: a W Lewis right there. Look at that. Will Lewis clip that for us, please? <laughs> Lewis, will
2: you clip
0: that for us? <laughs> we'll part. need to use that.
2: We'll yes, be sure. celebrating in Fairview with that one. I, That's I, awesome. I enjoyed one of the Instagram posts where it says, this has to be the toughest L for Lewis all year. <laughs> <laughs> and indeed, you are correct. <laughs> so if you go back to our
0: preseason picks, um, Pat and I picked Reynolds. Carson picked Asheville, who finished third. Lewis said you picked TC, is that correct? That's correct. Finished second. Yeah. Um, I should have stuck with that last week. Instead, I went TC. <sighs> and and after I heard Brendan, who who is is their best is Reynolds' best lineman, was going to be out. I felt real good
3: about my pick. i was so
0: hopeful. I'm
3: like, I got this.
0: TC's going to be a I'll be honest, sure. when I
3: heard about Brennan, I, I, I had it typed out a message that said, can I officially request to change my pick. And then I just deleted it because I was like, that's not fair. I don't want it to be about Brennan. I don't I don't want to put salt on the wound. Whatever. I'll just I'll just ride with it. I'll take my L and I just I they played it on Friday. They played in the conditions. I just if you're a Robertson it was perfect like, conditions what, for Robertson. It was perfect conditions hey. for you. And you know, listening on the radio it was like they had no success. I mean, let's just call it how we see it. I mean, they broke one runoff for 43 yards. They had no success. So, um, but when you got the greatest coach and coach Craig,
2: I the mean, right? Seven. The no, for sure. Yeah. So,
3: in our text thread with me and some buddies, it's like if you're a run, run first team, okay, and it's like you've got somewhat of the athletes to match Robertson, and Reynolds arguably has better athletes. I agree with that. Okay. So, and it's like, if they're, they've got coaching, obviously coaching was a difference maker in this game. I mean, and yeah. so, I mean, I, I don't think it's, I don't think there's a question that if they packed the box, they made, they put pressure on them. I mean, when you get down, it was 21-7. You get down, Robertson's inside of the one yard line and it was a fumble turnover on the snap. And it's like, to me, like that's just, you have to, if you're going to beat Reynolds, you have to beat Reynolds. Reynolds is no. not gonna beat themselves. And Pat's sitting here just smiling at me like I'm just telling him like Pat, give us a rundown of the game. I mean, yeah. what'd you
1: say? So it, it there was a lot of emotion coming into this game, from what I understood from the, the I team saw the and video the of the jersey, the that jersey stomped by that Robertson is absurd. I, I, I heard about that after the fact, but you know, that obviously fired up a lot of people. You think we but, should play that clip real quick? No. Should I post it on <laughs> oh, <no>. Instagram? <laughs> Let's not feed the fire anymore. I'll now. post it on the Instagram. So it was, it was obviously a great buildup. I think one of the big decisions that the defense made, um, they moved Brandon Guest from that middle linebacker spot to outside linebacker. So if you guys think back when Reynolds played Wataga, You guys Wata- were pretty injured then. Yeah, we were very injured. And did, we didn't have either of our defensive ends. And at that time, Cam McDowell and Cam Smith, both of those guys were back. We didn't have Aiden Hines. And you just alluded to it, Mike. He was the leading tackler. Um, and then you have Brandon Guest in there moving from the middle spot over to the outside linebacker. And I think that was a big, big deal on defense. And I think one of the other things that um, my wife pointed out, they kicked the ball off to uh, Ty Johnson very first play. Yeah,
0: he had like a 70-yard return. Oh, it was
1: huge. It was right up the the Reynolds sideline all the way down to about the 34-yard line, and they set a first and 10 there. And Reynolds this year has not been good about scoring on their opening drive. They just have not been able to do it, and they did this time. And you could just see after that big kickoff that that may have taken a little pepper out of the the Rams' step a little bit, and then they were able to just get out in front. Uh, To TC's credit, they could run the ball. They were popping eight yards a clip on first down and just marching, but then they'd hit that wall. They'd either get a penalty, there'd be a big stop, there'd be the fumble on the one. There's always something that stopped them right around the midfield mark.
3: You mentioned it. Can you talk about uh, a little bit about the officials because it seemed I think I think they
0: switched them. We had good officials. They may have went to the wrong Arden address. Wow. Just, just yeah. Give so, us a little bit of insight on the officials. Nearing and Pat's not a Yeller of official no. like Lewis is.
1: But nearing the end of the first Indeed. half, you know, you're coming down on to the minute mark left in the first half, and don't get me wrong, this is to Reynolds' advantage. They're wanting the clock to wind in this situation. But the clock is just running, running, running. Like twenty seconds goes off. You know what's on the play clock? Zero. That's right. It stays at zero that whole time, and then finally they they figure it out and just start things. Coach Laws, from what I understand, Coach Laws went out on the field and tried to explain to the to the white hat, how the, how the clock works. Wow. <laughs> it was that apparently from what I heard from, I'm so Simon, glad so. you
2: got to finally experience what the rest of us have been doing with all year. I know. Right. So Congratulations.
1: I, I don't know what the deal was with that, but I mean, it was, it was crazy. How um,
3: many flags would you say was, was I thrown can,
1: in, the, in the first half? I think there were five false start penalties on the rim, on the Rockets. And there was a, um, uh, there was a, uh, unsportsmanlike penalty. I think that was on the drive where they were driving down to the one yard line. That was called when they threw the ball over the middle, and the receiver uh, dropped it. And then the Reynolds uh, defender tried to pull up, and still bumped into him, but didn't obviously unload on him. Yeah, they threw the flag on that front sportsman for fifteen. There's a couple like that um, that was a little bit frustrating. How was the
3: turnout? How was the crowd with the you know weather conditions and traffic and stuff? Was the crowd?
1: From what I could tell, Reynolds had more fans there than TC did. Did they? Yeah. But you know that would be, be, be me being biased, but that's kind of where I where I took it. Yeah, it standing remotely on our side.
3: It's awesome, awesome. Well, congrats to yeah, congrats I can, to Reynolds. Absolutely, yeah.
0: Mac Champs. And I hope yeah. Reynolds makes a big long playoff run to make West North Carolina proud. I, I, hmm. I'm I'm pulling for Reynolds. I here. think
3: we've all agreed that. I mean, even Lewis a couple weeks ago said that he he. Ultimately, wants Reynolds to do well in the playoffs because any of mountain what, team, yes. I want them to do well in the
2: playoffs. Yes,
3: so I would like all of our listeners to understand that <laughs> that we might give each other a hard time yes. and we might want some different opinions so that we can get many of you guys talking about some of the crazy, <laughs> absurd stuff that crazy podcast talks about. But um, we crazy. are we are pulling for all the mountain teams, uh, you know, moving forward. So let's uh, let's talk about our
0: player of the game, Carson. Player of the game, Caden Brown from Christ School, twenty four carries, two hundred and thirty
3: yards, and four touchdowns. That's a day. That's a heck of a game. I mean, talk about just like lighting up. That when you look down, it's like, oh yeah, that 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 has the appeal. Um, that's player of the game written all over it. So
0: I do appreciate the fact. Uh, I talked to my son Luke after the game. He came to, came over to see us. He said, "I got good news." I said, "What's the good news?" Caden's taking all the offensive linemen to Waffle House. <laughs>
3: That's awesome. That is awesome. But like I said, I mean, we've talked about, that. Christ school money's different. I mean, that, right? that happens oh, at crack school. You I mean, talk about that, the that, helicopters I mean, private helicopters. Private helicopters. I mean, you don't you're even have about. to pay
1: admission to go I mean, to that game. They've just Luke's, got money just flying
3: over there. I mean, Caden Brown's probably got an NIL at Waffle right? House. Right?
1: Mean, come yeah. on. <laughs>
0: It's just five guys to the Waffle House. <laughs> no, We're no, not talking you about a whole team. He's guys, wearing but... Waffle
1: House socks down there on the field. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. Oh,
0: that's awesome.
1: <laughs> are we, Mike? Am I really the ridiculous? So congratulations to Caden. <laughs>
3: yeah, awesome good
2: job,
1: stuff, Caden. That out is out
0: awesome. With, I hang out with Caden's dad at the games. and uh, Is he a troublemaker like you are? No, I usually get him in trouble okay. by yelling. A couple weeks ago, we had uh, the AD hang out with us after halftime. So,
1: Does he listen to the podcast?
0: I don't know if he does or not. No. Maybe he will after this. So hey, let's talk real quick about conference standings now. I want to talk about the the Mountain Seven. This is going to get real interesting. West Henderson's clinching at five and zero, oh, but tied for second is North Henderson three and two, Tuscola three and two, Pisgah three and two, Smoky Mountain two and three, Franklin two and four, East Henderson of course zero oh and five. Guys, Pisgah plays North Henderson, Tuscola plays West Henderson. So the top four playing each other this week. That
2: could get real interesting. That has to suck for Tuscola to play the number one. Tuscola's on fire right now, Lewis. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think you're facing Wes Henderson. It's going to be tough.
0: I don't know, man. What do you think? What do you guys think? You think uh, Tuscola, West Henderson, that's going to be the game of the week?
3: It
1: is definitely going to be the game of the week. Carson's
3: it... texting Todd right now to find out. No, no, that is <laughs> definitely going to be the game of the week. Uh, it's just it's I cannot get I don't care if they've got a hundred seniors I cannot get used to seeing North Henderson. I know it's crazy. <laughs> and, and Mike even on our list of the, um, which I don't know how the tiebreaker goes, but right now on our on our pre pre uh, sheet list we've got West at first and he's got North right there in second, even though Tuscola and Piscataway. I both pulled it straight
0: too. off of Max Prep. So okay. Tuscola holds the tiebreaker over Pisgah. Okay. And then uh, I don't know, but anyway, so in the Mac. Reynolds is clinch five and zero. Even if they lose to McDowell this week, which is highly unlikely, they'll still hold the tiebreaker over TC. So Reynolds five and zero. Congratulations, TC five and one. Asheville three and two. So the top three do end up, you know, the big three end up at the top. Irwin two and three. McDowell two and three. Inca one and four. North Buncombe zero and five in the conference. So that's the MAC.
1: Now uh, it's a three A four A. We've talked about this before, but now remind. Obviously, we'll send. Reynolds is the champ for 3A. TC, the champ for 4A. Correct. Will anybody else in the mat go for either 3A or 4A or, or not? We'll get to
0: that in just a second, but oh, the, one of the right. last five in is Asheville High, according to the projections, currently out. Uh, they'll definitely need to win this week, which I think they will. But so I'm glad Pat brought that up. Let's talk about the playoffs. The playoff projections currently from the North Carolina high school overtime. The first five out, we have num- – Franklin is the second team out. Irwin is the third team out. This is 3A West. Currently, the number three seed would be West Henderson taking on Northeast Guilford. Reynolds moves up to the sixth seed because they beat TC and will take on the number 27 seed, Tuscola. 11 Pisgah would take on 22 North Henderson.
2: Now, all that can change with a win or a loss this week, but that's the current projections. I mean, so like if we crowned the best from the West, would it be West Henderson? So currently it would. But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Nice, oh, Lewis. Nice, nice. Lewis. Looking at those three projections,
0: there. I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys. This gives Reynolds a quite easy route to the third round. If they take out Tuscola, we've seen Tuscola play. I think Reynolds is a lot better than Tuscola. I agree. They will play the winner of Pisgah North Henderson. And I think Reynolds is a lot better than both of those teams as well.
3: You don't think North can get in there and... I don't. get scrappy with them
0: I think Pisgah beats North and they end <laughs> up playing Pisgah if running the clock. projections hold currently
3: running clock alert I think so too running clock alert so the third Reynolds round Reynolds favor
0: Pat if this holds third round to be Reynolds West which I think is a game we have all like to see I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys I think Reynolds beats West Henderson by at least three touchdowns no way Absolutely, Carson. What do you
1: think? I would agree, Mike. <laughs> oh,
2: surprise! Oh. Shocker!
3: Shocker! I mean, Pat's Derek, predicting, Derek, State Derek, Derek telling me that the last time they played, I just who's the West, who's the best team the West has played this year? And I've been a West guy. I'm, I'm, you know, this is. I think West has a a lot of very very good athletes. Um, the, West, the best team they played is probably Pisgah. Is Pisgah. Lewis is currently
0: pulling
2: up the schedule. No, he's he's pulling it start, up, and
3: it's it's I scheduled. Newton Conover, their first game has a losing record.
2: Who yeah. else? So they beat Newton Conover, okay. Hendersonville, Hendersonville, Polk, Barrowin so North. Hendersonville
0: East. is usually the last couple of years they've been fantastic, but
3: not this year. Okay, so yeah, so I've got Reynolds. Um, I've got Reynolds. You know, against the West matchup, I don't think it would be pretty. So let me ask you this: Is it better? As a, I think it's an AD you're happy about.
0: If this holds, you're happy because it's local teams. Absolutely. You're going to get a bigger gate because these guys are going to travel to Reynolds. I mean, it's, it's well, not that far away. We,
3: we always talk about getting off the mountain or teams coming up the mountain, and it's like Reynolds could play three playoff games from mountain teams. Yes. And I think if you ask Coach Laws, if he would want three <laughs> playoff games against mountain teams, he would say,
2: hell yes. Stevie's probably beside himself over there thinking oh, about sure. the money coming in.
3: For sure. Imagine what... What what's the money look like over there, Pat? I mean this is this would be fantastic. For you're Gabe. looking at the money over there. Look He's at the tragedy
1: <laughs> I am the treasurer for the boosters, but that's all. So I can say.
0: <laughs> that's So all I can But say. here's here's the downside, guys. Think about this. If they all play each let's say it wins out, let's say this is it and they win out everybody plays like it should. You're Real gonna else? you're gonna knock out all the Western North Carolina teams.
2: You're gonna knock each other out. Yeah, that's the that's the unfortunate.
3: Part. Okay, so my but my thought to that is, do we think they're gonna have? They're, you, th- you don't think they're gonna get knocked out against teams off the mountain?
0: <laughs> I, I I probably do. I okay, have to they, see who they're playing. But yes, I but, think so.
3: So my thing is, how many teams, like in an ideal scenario, would we think that to make it to the fourth round out of the West North Carolina? I would say that we would all say one. There's possible right. one.
0: one. Yeah, Reynolds. I, I think it's Reynolds. Some folks will say it's West Henderson. They're the some, higher seed. That'd be some, me.
3: You know, the RPI, and the same <laughs> rankings. You just said Reynolds three seconds ago. <laughs> so, no, it, it'll be interesting. You know, looking at the playoff matchups, we've got West, Tuscola, Pisgah, and North out of the Mountain 7. So, it this goes back to, I mean, are you, I don't know. I mean, I just, you throw Irwin in the Mountain 7. I know Irwin got beat, you know, by 30 against West. But you put Irwin in the Mountain 7, and you're telling me that, it was forty to ten. Irwin played West. Mm-hmm. Forty to ten. Yeah, know, right. Okay. Yeah, forty to ten. But it, I just. Do you think there's a second place team? I, Pat, you tell me. Pat, Irwin is in the Mountain Seven. Do you think? You have seen Pisgah
0: Tuscola play? Do they? Does Irwin finish second in the Mountain West? Mountain I, Seven. I, are I don't they think com- so. You
1: don't think so? I think Tuscola. I I think Pisgah would probably. Okay, be so Irwin then my too. next
3: question for Pat is: Is the Mountain Seven better than the MAC this year?
1: Save Reynolds. Let's exclude Reynolds.
3: Exclude Reynolds.
0: I mean, is Mount, is the Mountain Seven better than the Mac? I other think than Reynolds, exclude West I think, and I
1: think, Reynolds. I think TC is above that too. I think, I think TC, so too. Yeah, everybody yeah. else no. I think everybody else loses to the Mountain Seven. Okay, that's the thing.
3: That's these yeah.
0: conferences. There's just no parity. No, you're right. Anyway, so I also want to share number one in the RPI this week in three A. It's Crest.
1: Yes, undefeated.
0: Number two, Kings Mountain.
1: Yes, and they're very good.
0: Also undefeated. And they play this week? Guess who plays this no? week? Oh, yeah. Let's go, to, let's go to Cleveland County, guys. <laughs> ah, I got to go to Charlotte. Never mind. <laughs> so someone is going to play Kings Mountain in the first round, and Kings Mountain's is going to – or I'm sorry, Kings Mountain or Crest. whoever loses, they're going to be a 10 seed, and they're going to play somebody, and somebody's not going to be happy. Right. I mean, that's probably the second best team in 3A. And they're going to come out as a ten seed. Ouch. Yeah, that's not going to be a lot of fun. So uh, RPI, we'll talk about. We'll talk about. Oh, let's talk about the four A playoffs. I'm sorry, the last five in Asheville High. TC currently would be an eight seed and take on Alexander Central. I think they beat Alexander Central pretty easily. Not a lot of athletes at the Alexander Central. They're going to want run the the TC type offense. Yeah. So it's going to be like facing themselves. And then, so if Asheville gets in, they will be the 28th seed and take on Lake Norman, who they already
2: lost to earlier in the year. I don't think Asheville wins that game. Uh, but they've come a, a little bit I, – I mean, I think it's a much better game than it was the first time. You
0: think so, even though they lost some defensive players
3: and stuff?
2: I mean, I think Asheville's has grown as a unit over the past few weeks. So I would agree, yeah. I think that's a much better game. And if, you, and if you want to talk about RPI, I
0: know we kind of skipped over it currently um, – in the West, 1 and 2, like I said, Crest, Kings Mountain. This is 3A West. So naturally, Reynolds
2: will be next, right? West Henderson's oh, number west, 4. West is next.
0: Reynolds is 8. Pisgah, 12. Smoky Mountain, 20. North Henderson, 21. Tuscola, 27. So that's what we got there. And 4A, uh, Weddington, number 1, the Mountain Killers, TC, 14, Asheville, 28. So we talked about the the maybe the playoff matchups, RPI conference standings, guys. You know what time it is?
3: Um we do have one shout out though. We have two give it to us. We yeah. had two Rocket players that um were on oh, the East yes. West All Star. East West All Star. Who was that, Carson? Um we got uh we had our very own drum roll please <laughs> number fifty four Brennan Pohl. That's okay. right. Congratulations um there. And then also This is before he broke his elbow, right? This was before he broke his elbow. He's still on the team. Um, we'll 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 be healthy to play in it. But I'm surprised yes. they didn't kick him off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, me they, too. They did not cut him. And then also Christian Lewis. Yep, so Christian Lewis, congratulations, hey, Chris and go, and good good Christian and Brendan. Christian Lewis. Glenn was there any other West North Carolina kids on it? I think there was a
1: kid from Polk that made the team as well. And then that uh,
3: was Cutler Adams on it. I'm looking at it right now. Um, so we could have done our homework, but there were two Rocket players. Um, were on it, and that is what's most important. Two Rocket players. One
1: kid from uh, Elijah Tillery from Drawn. That's that school you all played earlier in the year, Lewis. Lewis loves Drawn. Love him. And uh, Andrews, uh, James Phillips from Andrews. Okay. Uh-huh. Does that ring a bell?
2: Yeah. No, no bells from Enron. Does
0: it ring a bell for you, Lewis? You're the 2A1A guy. It does not ring a bell.
1: Antonio Simpson from Polk County.
0: Okay. We played Polk last year, but not this year.
1: That's it? Looks like from schools that we would... We wouldn't have any uh, commentary toward. So Awesome. Yeah.
0: awesome. Congratulations, boys. Yeah, that's, that's great. Awesome. Way to go. Hey, this, this I year. think that's worth a toast to the three, to the uh, Western North Carolina. Pat <laughs> <laughs> just toasted with his phone. What yes, a I'm a <laughs> That's awesome. But they, this is the
1: first year they haven't played it in the summer, so now they'll get when when do the they athletes play come back. They're playing December 17th, the week oh. after the state championship. So I figured you'd be in Bermuda for Christmas by then. Well, you
3: know. In oh. your third home.
1: No, not even. I, we're gonna stay
3: right in my. I first had time. a buddy mm-hmm. ask me this past week. Like, so do y'all just give Pat a hard time, or does he like actually have a lot? He of actually pain? has, and, I, and I, I literally, do not. and I literally was like, it's different. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I understand. And that's all that was said. Agony. <laughs> Pat, just, <laughs> Pat has a
0: shout out for a
1: doctor's office today. Pat, share a story. Oh yeah, so I'm I was down. I'm, I'm a pharmaceutical rep, so I'm a drug he's a dealer. dealer. Yeah, yeah. Drug dealer. nice. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. So I'm in an office in Sylvan, North Carolina, and uh, I'm looking to schedule lunch, and the office manager comes around the corner and holds the calendar out, and she says to me, I'd like a small, please. And I, I was thinking she was— <laughs> Obviously, she, said, she knew what she was talking about. <laughs> I, was th- I was thinking she was talking about the food that we were going to get at first. I didn't know what the heck she was talking about. And she was talking about those fantastic shirts that are right now sitting behind Lewis's shoulder over there, the new Behind the Beard WNC um, t-shirts that we got that are just awesome, and she wanted to get a small t-shirt. So she's a listener, apparently. Guys, and-
0: have you got your t-shirt yet? We've got the Behind the Beard L. Lewis W. Pat
3: t-shirts. Yeah. They're fantastic. I
0: got four of them.
3: Oh. So uh, funny story about the shirts. I've not even told you guys this yet, but uh, Whitney texts me, and she goes, Hey. That's this that's his old lady. That is, that is my old lady, and she texts. She asked me. She said, Hey, uh, is there a shirt with your name on it? And I said, No, there's not. And she's like, well, why not? I was like, well, no one's asked for one. And she was like, well... What if I do? And I was like, I don't think we're going to get shirts made for. If we were going to go with Carson, it'd be with his pretty face. No, 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 no. It get, would-
1: getting hammered with Carson.
0: Getting hammered. Getting with- hammered with Carson.
3: I'm going to get <laughs> absolutely <laughs> hammered. Uh, okay. Carson is right.
0: definitely the best looking of us all. We, There's no doubt about <laughs> it. We
3: got a big week of football right here. Not really, but let's let's go ahead and just jump right in. <laughs>
2: Look at him change the subject. Jump right in. Yes, first
3: it's hard to
0: believe this is the last week of regular season football in West is, North Carolina.
3: Yeah, that's
2: tough. Yeah, yeah. Boo. So
0: we're gonna start with the big one here. This is gonna make this is what's close to the game of the week, but not quite. Three and six Inca at four and five Asheville. Asheville's given Inca forty-eight. I'm sorry, thirty-eight. Thirty-eight, yeah. Thirty-eight. Carson, you're the Asheville guy. Is Asheville gonna beat Inca by thirty-eight?
3: Uh, yes. I mean Inca. Inca, they covered last week. Um, Asheville's covered like 37 sure, weeks in a for row. Sure. I've got Asheville with the momentum. It is going to be very similar to the North Buncombe game where Inca, they, they're going to try and run the game, run the ball, slow the clock down. Um, they're going to see the 38-point spread. Inca's going to try their very best to cover it. Here's my problem
0: with this week. It's senior night. Yep. So if you have some seniors who
3: are not fantastic – they might play a little more than normal. Okay, so are you thinking that for Asheville or for Inca?
1: Asheville senior night for Inca was last week.
3: I'm thinking for all the football teams in Western High that are at home. Okay, yep, you're right. It is at Asheville, but I'm I just meant so it's the seniors at Inca's last game ever as well, because um, they're not certainly not going to make the playoffs. But I think Court. I mean, they've got a young team over there. They might have a bunch of seniors. I'll have to get insight on if they've got a if they plan on playing a bunch of seniors. But I can tell you right now, Asheville covers.
2: You probably should have done your homework before this. I want to
0: share that five different running backs for Asheville High. They 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 do not have a shortage of running backs. They were two hundred seventy four yards a game rushing, and they use five different running backs. So Carson takes Asheville. Asheville Asheville big. Uh, Pat, who you thinking? I'm thinking Asheville. Come on, Lewis. It's got to be. It's got to be Asheville. There's no way he can covers. I'm sorry.
3: Lewis, do it. Do it. Solidify your fate at the bottom. Listen, I know they, they broke the curse nut last week. You're going to bail on them. You just said at the beginning of this show they had our backs. I, I'm going to pick
0: Asheville. Let's go. <laughs> no, 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 no. So next up we have another exciting game. North Buncombe 3-6. and six. They're 0-5 in the conference. They're taking on Irwin. Erwin. Who was also three and six, but two and three in the conference. Irwin is three and two on the road and 0 oh four at home. Lewis, they haven't won a home game all year.
2: That's that's sad. They Does scored, that
0: change this week? They scored sixty four in their last game. North Buckham lost six straight after going three and zero, oh, and Carson was firing up the, the city.
3: Main Street Main Street was popping. I know y'all don't believe me, but I mean there was a buzz. There was a buzz that you could not get legally. It
2: Lewis, was- what are you thinking? I'm taking Irwin all day long. Yeah, twenty-five. Irwin's giving twenty-five North Bunkham. Oh, should we should we do twenty-five point five?
3: Yeah, we're we're adding a half to all, yeah, okay. all I right, we're adding a half to all of them. So, so thirty eight and a half for Asheville, twenty five right. and a half for Irwin. Pat.
1: I'm doing Irwin, yes, please.
3: Pat,
0: Pat doesn't mess around. He doesn't give any explanation. He's just telling us who he's picking.
1: Well, I just uh, I think Irwin's got the ability to uh, muscle a little bit more up front, maybe. Um and I think that's going to be uh, – they're going to own the line of scrimmage.
3: Carson? Um, North Buncombe's mailed it in. Um, they've got – Irwin's coming off 64 points. 64 points. 64 points. points. a lot of points.
0: But they haven't won a home game
3: all year. No, but they're going to win this one by more Senior than night. 25. And so, North Buncombe, I'm going purely based on how disappointing it was they lost to Inca. Okay. All right. Irwin big. Irwin big. I'm going Irwin as well.
0: I, I just don't think North Buckham can compete with there. They're, they're so, putting up a lot of points. Yep. So, two games in, we've all picked the same teams. All pick, I mean, So, North Buckham, good news. You guys are getting a win this week. So, Franklin, two and seven, taking on Mac, second place, TC. They're at seven and two. And
3: we're all four going to be we're, on this
0: one. We're giving Franklin <laughs> 38 points and a half. 38 and a half points. Pat, what are you thinking? Well,
1: here's where I'm at with this gentleman. Um, without a doubt, TC wins this game. Uh, the question will be whether or not they can um, whether, whether whether they can cover uh, the 38 and a half points. And here's the thing: uh, you have to play assignment football to stop that attack that that TC has. So I don't know. I haven't seen Franklin play this year. Obviously, I know they always have a very good tradition down there in order for them to mitigate that spread, uh, they're going to have to have some unbelievable defensive performance there to, to pull that off. But I am going to say – Who are
0: you picking, Pat? Let's go.
1: I'm going to go – TC covers a spread. So, TC's – I mean, they, they suffered their first
0: loss in a while. They lost the first game of the year to Wataga. Hadn't lost again until they took on uh, Reynolds. Is this a bounce-back game for them?
3: Yeah, definitely. They beat up on bad teams, it appears.
0: Yeah. So this is uh the first time they've given up more than thirteen points all season, Lister Reynolds. And uh Franklin, they're two and two at home. They're 0 and five on the road, guys. They haven't won a road game all year. They've lost four games in a row. There's no way T C doesn't cover here the thirty eight and a half. I'm going T C as well. Carson, yeah, what do you
3: think? I got? got Robertson big. Bounce back.
2: I just don't think it's gonna be close, Lewis. I think Reynolds crushed them. I, th- I, th- I think Reynolds crushed all their dreams that they've been building up all year long. I'm gonna have to pick Franklin this week. Lewis going. Whoa, Franklin.
1: Whoa, there you go.
0: With 38 and a half, if they play a lot of seniors, real long. Yep. Franklin could cover here. Yep. I don't think the Cup Franklin obviously wins the game. So next up, Smoky Mountain three and six taking on East Henderson zero oh and nine. Even at three and six, Smoky is giving uh, East Henderson 44 points. East has given up 41 points a game. And Smokey rushing for about 200 yards a game.
2: What do you got, Lewis? I think we talked about it earlier. Smokey Mountain, we, we call them sticky. Yeah, they're, they're I, they, tough to beat. They're tough to beat, but they haven't you know imposed their dominance on any team. And I think that's going to play out in this game. I'm going to pick East to cover. East to cover for Lewis. Carson?
3: I got East as well. I just don't know if... It's in Smoky Mountain's cards to score that many points. That's, that's going to be my... Listen, I'm going to have to agree because East has covered the last
0: couple weeks. I don't think Smoky Mountain running the ball is going to be able
1: to get to 44. Pat? I couldn't agree more with all of you. I think that Smoky Mountain's going to win the game, obviously. Y'all
0: are just trying to keep me from catching up, aren't
1: you? Yeah, man? but <laughs> the East, East jerk
0: here. Can I change my pick real quick? I'm just joking. <laughs> so, guys, this could be the game of the week. This is Pisgah, seven and two, three and two in the conference, taking on North Henderson, who's also seven and two, three in the conference. Uh, Pisgah doesn't share a lot of stats, but I'll tell you they're only two and two in the ro- on the road. Both their uh, losses have been on the road. They're scoring thirty, giving up eleven. West Henderson's won four straight. They're averaging thirty-two points and giving up eighteen. Pat, does North
1: cover North? Pisga's given North ten. What do you think? I think North might actually wind up um, – no, 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 wait a minute. I'm I'm, I'm thinking the wrong way. I think is going to win this, but here's the thing. You guys remember when we went out there and we watched them play Tuscola? Mm-hmm. I think we all talked about this, but I think we agreed that as good as Jed West was and as Tuscola was that day, Pisgah was their own worst enemy And yeah. getting behind the sticks, the penalties, and everything else, and then they're in that offense that just could not catch up. I think is going to be able to keep the hammer down here and – and get the win and cover,
2: Lewis. I don't care how many seniors North has. <laughs> Pizka's going to cover this all day long.
3: Yeah, yeah, I got Pizka. You think as so, well, Mike? Pisga no way. As well, for me,
0: twenty-eight seniors. North is fired up. They come in.
3: I'm not sure North doesn't win this game. Then pick it. I am. I'm okay. taking
0: North Henderson to win. Oh, you with wow. Mike Concho
3: eight two eight. Let's go.
2: <laughs> this is at North Henderson.
0: Pizka's only two losses on the road. I think North Henderson I'm takes care of I'm sure right, North
3: Henderson's just an environment that Carson's never played in front of. What do you think mm-hmm. the traffic's going to be like oh, I, I just I'll get there early. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> With Apple festivals and whatnot. <laughs> right? Yeah.
0: Yes. Maybe throwing a few So apples. here's another tough one, guys. We've got West Henderson 9-0. and oh. They've already locked up the conference. Taking on Tuscola. Tied, like we talked earlier, three-way tied for second. Tuscola only 1-3 at home. They're playing this game at home. They've won three straight, Tuscola has. And over that span, they've won an average of 34 to 10. They're led by Jed West through the air and on the ground. Of course, West scores a whole bunch of points. They're scoring 42 points a game and only giving up seven. Dimsdale is averaging 169 yards a game. That's seven and a half yards a carry, guys. He's scored 21 touchdowns on the, on the year. And, of course, Truett Manuel, uh, Carson's favorite player. Carson? Good, good
3: athlete. We're
0: giving Tuscola 30. 30. 30. That's according to Simmons' report. Yep. Do you think Tuscola covers? West Henderson win, Tuscola win. What are you thinking, Carson? You're the West Henderson
3: guy. I am the West Henderson guy. I think, uh, like you said, they've got everything wrapped up. Uh, I think Tuscola is going to keep the momentum going. I've got Tuscola to cover here.
1: I
0: thought I was the only
1: one. No, I'm going to go with Tuscola as well. I think uh, West Henderson wins, but they're not going to win by that.
0: I think Tuscola's on fire right now. they're yeah. They're the team that it they just got it rolling right now, and I think they they beat West Henderson. I don't think they beat West Henderson. I think they covered 30. I think it's going to be a super close game late. Both these teams playing a lot of kids both ways, but I think West Henderson comes out on top. I think Tuscola covers
2: Lewis. I think Tuscola is running, you know red hot right now. But West Henderson is going to prove that they're the best team in the West. And they're, they're uh, going to cover uh, this uh, spread. <laughs> they're going to come Lewis out firing. You're hilarious. I'm not totally against that. I got them. So, two private
0: school games we got coming up here Hickory Grove Christian. Guys, Hickory Grove is 8 and 1. Uh, they lost their last one to um, High Point Christian Academy 23 13. They're led by Anthony Hawkins, who rushes for 217 yards a game. That's his average 217. He scored 22 touchdowns on the year, and they're led by Jackson Whittier, the middle linebacker who has eight tackles a game. Of course, Asheville School—they've won three state, three straight. They're led by Ricky Tolbert, who lights it up through the air, and Caleb Jenkins, who lights it up on the ground. They're five and three. Asheville School's given 14 to Hickory Grove here. I'll be honest with you—I think Asheville School covers. I'm going to take Asheville School in this one. Ricky and those guys, they're firing on all cylinders, and they're set to win another state championship.
2: Lewis? As I've said all year long, and, and my boys haven't let me down yet, they are the smart oh rockets. They're gosh. the missiles. I'm picking Asheville School.
1: Pat? Agony. Uh, yes, I'm not picking them for the same reason that Lewis is, obviously. But, yes, Asheville School covers here. I, I think they're So, they're Pat, Pat too thinks loaded, that Asheville out. School is the smart rockets as well. I do not. I think that the the Rockets are very smart over there at Reynolds. Nothing to take them away. Carson,
3: <laughs> I'm going with Asheville School. So.
1: <sighs> yeah, I mean it's not going to be a big moving week up and down.
0: So next up, Christ School two and six taking on Metro Lina five and four. Metro Lina lost to Cannon, who Christ School beat last week 36-35. six thirty five. They're led by running back Matthew Gaskins, who averages one hundred nine yards a game, and linebacker Jake. Doobie, who averages nine tackles a game. Christ School's Metro Metrolina 12 points here. 12. Uh, hopefully, Christ School gets some injured players back. But if not, what are you thinking, Carson?
3: I think uh, Christ School's figured out their identity. I don't think Coach Walker's going to try and do much through the air. Uh, I think Christ School here covers. Um, I think they could also win outright. They have had two con- common opponents. Um has lost to both of those christ schools beat both of those so that that's you know my information metrolina
0: gonna run the ball uh, unlike last week where cannon threw the ball a lot metrolina gonna run 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 i think our uh, front seven that's our strength is stopping the run i'm also going christ school
1: pat yes i would agree with you mike i'm gonna stick with christ school Ugh. are you gonna pick christ school
2: too I'm going to save the graphic. I'm going Metro Atlanta. Let's cover. <laughs> it wow. might
0: not be a terrible pick. We're not fantastic right now with all the injuries. Ooh. So the last game of the week, McDowell. He's, did you get M- Madison and Owen? I, you know what? I didn't. So we have Madison taking on Owen. This is for this is to go to the playoffs. Three and five Madison at one and seven Owen. Owen's getting ten and a half here. Lewis,
2: is Owen gonna win this game? You know, if you ask me beginning of the year, I would say a hundred percent. You did say a hundred percent. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, on, you multiple did, on multiple yeah, you occasions, yeah, definitely did say it. You I think, said all year you look forward to it. I think due to lack of leadership going into this game, Madison's gonna run away with this game.
3: I agree. Coach Gibson's quit on him. I mean, he just he is absolutely quit on him. So that's I'm going Madison here.
1: I'm gonna buck the trend. I'm gonna take Owen.
3: Okay. Wow. Save the graphic. Thank
1: you, Pat.
0: I think based on last week and how bad that Owen they just they got beat by Avery by a lot.
3: Rosman. Let's not forget Rosman got in there.
0: I know. I think I gotta take Madison here. So I got your back, Lewis. The final game, McDowell, two and seven at Reynolds, six and three. Reynolds won five straight. They're only giving up, over the last five, they're only giving up six points a game while scoring 42. McDowell, they're led by Hunter Pittman and Danny Brown. Those guys have really uh, lit it up for McDowell. McDowell's getting 47 points here. Not enough. Pat Reynolds, does Reynolds on senior night beat McDowell by 47?
1: Reynolds wins this game handily, I'll say that. But you've got to take a look at a couple things uh, when it looks at this Wait, did Pat just pick me down? No, I haven't picked anybody. Uh, yet. I, say, I, think he's in I think he you want me to elaborate. I'm elaborating. Please elaborate. Some, Go some ahead. I'm to sorry. So, you know, Reynolds has been battling injuries all year. Obviously, you lose Brendan, the, the better lineman. I still honestly do not know what his status will be for this game. If I were a betting man and I am a betting man, I'm betting that he won't be playing. So the offensive line will be a little lighter. They um, just beat Robertson by three touchdowns without him. Just me pick out. your pick. Let's me go. Out. I don't know anything about Max Guest. I don't know if he'll be back. I, he's not, he's not coming br- back. He's they're not bringing him back, back against uh, McDowell. Okay, okay, okay. Can I, can I please? <laughs> All right, let's <laughs> let Pat do his Good thing. Lord. Sorry. And then, you know, there at the end of the game uh, against TC, uh, Christian Lewis got rolled up on a little bit and hurt his ankle a little bit. So I don't know if that plays anything into this. You know, I don't know that Christian's hurt or not, but – Question I would have if I'm in Coach Laws's head, which I dare not go into because that man knows more about football than I ever did. But do you do you risk to your point? Do you bring a Max guest back out? Do you bring a Christian Lewis back on the field? Do you bring a Brendan Poll? No, you're looking Even for the can. first week of the playoffs. It's right. senior week. Play all your seniors that don't play. So in that vein, without you know, with with Coach Laws not wanting to risk. Injury potentially. I don't know what he's going to do. Obviously, but I'm still going to take Reynolds to cover. I swear, I thought he was going to take McDaniels. No, I'm not. You know, I'm not going to do that. But just giving banter, food for thought. Oh my! But you know, Pat. I mean, you have a lot of
2: football knowledge, right?
1: I, I like to think that that I have some. Just a hack in college played, you know. A little college ball and he enjoy myself. It. He's still a hack, He did actually. play college ball. I am a hack.
3: Big flex. Carson, will McDowell cover the 47? No, no. Reynolds could take their half their JV, half their varsity, and they would 55 points. Easy. Okay. I mean, McDowell just gave up 60-whatever to Erwin. You don't think Coach Laws is going to want to go into the playoffs with a cover? I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares. No, he, definitely cares. He, in, in not, honesty, he definitely I, cares. In all honesty, I think this is a
0: throwaway game. I think Reynolds probably doesn't cover the 47. Then pick McDowell. I think they win by a lot. Yes. Pick McDowell. I don't think they cover the 47. I am. I'm going to pick McDowell wow. to cover the 47, Reynolds to win. Oh. It's probably going to bite me in the ass because every time I pick against
2: Reynolds, they win. Lewis? I, so Listen, I think Coach Laws is going to do the smart thing, rest a lot of players, get people ready for the playoffs. It allows a little hope in McDowell that they can – actually maybe try to win this game. It's not going to happen, obviously. Reynolds is going to win big. But I will pick McDowell to cover the spread. You I heard? think so, too. I just I just don't – I think you're going to – Reynolds is going to rest a
0: lot of guys and get ready for round one. That's just my opinion. Obviously, I don't have any inside information. So, Carson, I think you had the fun question this week. What do you got? Yeah, if you could go uh, – is it more fun to go trick-or-treating as a kid or as a dad? Or an adult, it's got to be as a dad Taking your kids Letting them dress up and walking around with them That's fun stuff
3: I mean, and you get to hand-select the good. Yeah, good yeah. When, they're when they're young, young enough, I mean, like, you know take the honest, stuff out. Let's be honest. You get, the dad tax. I mean, yes. like, Pat, what about for
1: you? Sure. Oh, yeah, with a dad, for sure. You got you to gotta dig that and take them to a haunted house and now there, do that whole thing. There That's wasn't
3: fun. much better than being a kid, like, you know, knowing Halloween was coming up and going to those Robertson Lower Arden neighborhoods um, over there by Christ L.A., School. baby. So,
2: so, yeah, I've got dad as well. How about you, Lewis? I would also go dad. uh First of all, you do get the, the, the choice of the candy. Uh, but like Pat said, you take your kids when they're early, when, when they're young. You go to the, these scary houses and all this, and you get to see the fear in their eyes. I, I love it. If you're looking for a place to uh,
0: trick-or-treat, Parkway Forest. Parkway. We we do it big oh over there. Oh, my gosh.
2: There's like t- 2,000 houses. And when you go trick-or-treating, they have an adult section, and they have the kids section. That's That's right. the best. So, yes. So... Good deal. Well, we're
1: going to wrap it up right when we got to thank some people, but also just to tease the next one coming up. We've got a couple of legends in coaching history at Reynolds. Uh, Coach Amanda Whitaker and Coach Ryan Stevens of the basketball team will be ushering in the next season of sporting events, and we'll have them on the podcast. We're going
0: to suck it up into a second podcast this week and put it out for you guys. Wow. Indeed.
1: So, we got to thank who? The Bandettes. We
0: got to thank the Bandettes for their fantastic song. And we also got to thank Carolina Sports Studios. They paired with us on this uh, Player of the Week. We'll get the Caden Brown uh, graphic graphic out very soon.
3: But we love you guys. Thank you.
0: Thank you. We look forward to talking to you next week.